Here it is. For you guys. Enjoy, cool. enjoy. Welcome to We Stash, I need you to put in like a little thunder. The Thunder! I'm Shooty Kloss here with the Stash in the Professor. We've got a couple technical difficulties, but we have got this bird in the air. Just like the Lightning have in the last two weeks of hockey. Um, where do we start? I was already told we can never top last week's show. Um, but I think we can start with three solid Tampa Bay Lightning victories. And we got some details. Queen of Boltsville. We're going to lay out the details for that. We're going to talk about the Thunderbolts. Uh, Christmas party slash watch party. And uh, we've got a special challenge with a shooter game mixed in. And this one, everybody's going to be able to play. So where it's do you guys want to start? You want to start with the uh, watch party or should we jump right into the last week of Bolts hockey? Oh, either one. It don't matter to me. They are all good. So Yeah, I mean, it's like we start at the top and we just stay at the top because it's been not good of a week for those of us here. Thunder Nation, we the Thunder fans, Thunder Bolts. Uh, if you're a fan of the show, you, you pretty much had a great week. Let's just be honest, right? Uh, so, I mean, Saturday was a blast. I don't know about you guys. I'm, I'm still thinking about Saturday. It was such a good time. Finally, I got to be there for an event. Uh, for Thunderbolts, it was great to partner with Cigar City to put that event on for you guys, uh, host everybody there. Finally got to meet a few people I hadn't met yet. Got the obligatory, oh, my God, you're so tall in real life response once or twice. And uh, I had some people yeah. come up to me and said, nobody told me he was that tall. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, funny how that works out. Uh, but once again, I am about six and a half feet tall when you meet me in public so uh that's your warning if you don't realize what that looks like in real life you're gonna be shocked when you meet me uh but that being said it was a great time uh, once again i can't say enough about cigar city and uh how well they did for that event uh we've i've done uh things with other people not just with us but you know i've event hosting abduction quite a bit in my past and to go to a place they were fairly busy it was a saturday night the restaurant was busy. The bar was, uh, every chair was taken on their bar. We never had to ask twice or even once for most things. Uh, we took up a place they usually put up food. They came out and set up tables without being asked to put the food in it. Like they were on top of it. Uh, and so, yeah, I couldn't be more happy with that. And everyone showed out. You guys showed up, Thunderbolts. The admins were great. Uh, you guys showed out with great gifts, uh, raffles. Uh, everyone won great stuff. Um, we have a new guest that's hopefully going to be coming on the air and maybe a new mascot uh, for our show. Uh, loves putting on uh, tiny clothes uh, uh, to make people laugh. We, we have something in common. Um, we might have to get a, a legal uh, parent and guardian uh, signature to bring him on, but hey, that's fine. Um, but I mean, yeah, I don't know what, what else. And then obviously on top of all that, a great game against Montreal. Uh, pretty much owns uh, the Hobbs in that game. So, I mean, what more people want? Yeah, I, I don't think we could have picked a better day to have um, the watch party slash Christmas party. I think all in all, um, I sent an email out to MJ from Cigar City today thanking her um, on behalf of the group that, number one, we're able to raise over $1,000. The final tally ended up being $1,075 for the National Pediatric Cancer um, Foundation. 
So that was the number one thing that we wanted to do was raise money for that. I definitely wanted to reach over a thousand dollars, you know, thousand seventy five dollars. So we did that. Um, so thank you for everybody that came. Thank you everybody online that donated um, for the raffles. Um, there was some awesome gifts thanks to um, some of the players at the arena for stopping and signing um, some of the things that we had for them. Um, thank you to you two um, for coming in, helping host it. Um, Cigar City, definitely, they they really did went way and beyond. Um, the Lightning ended up having a watch party the exact same day. So it kind of made me nervous. And the report I got from that is we beat them by quite a bit. And one other good thing that was happening during it is that I went outside um, right before the game started and some guy came up, he got out of his chair. He was sitting in the dining room and he was wearing lightning shirt. And he's like, are you guys having a watch party in there? And I was like, yes, actually, you know, I'm one third of the hosts of We the Thunder. And also we have a Facebook group called Thunderbolts. It's party in there and doing some raffles. And I was like, you guys are more than welcome to come in there and join us. And him and his wife did come in, introduced himself to some of the people. And even bought some raffle tickets and stayed for a little bit and then they left um his son was a um season ticket member he was just him and his wife live out of state but they're bolts fans so and then matt coming in here talking from monkey colt coffee he was there um thank him for showing up and coming there but yeah all in all it was a great night uh it was a lot of fun having everybody there for five one game so if you're not in Thunderbolts yet, you best <laughs> get over to luck. Facebook and and join the group um, so you can come to the next one. Uh, but yeah, it was a good time uh, on Saturday night. It was good to see everyone in person. It was nice of the stash to actually come to a Thunderbolts <laughs> event as well. I was actually in town, so let's be honest. That's the only reason I've ever missed it. I cancel trips to make sure I make Thunderbolts events, but that's that's all right. Some we don't all jet set around as much as you do. You know, we got to take our opportunities when we get them. You know, you know, like you. True, true. All right, I'll get stuck in Spain for an extra week. All right. I am going to start a GoFundMe for this year's playoffs. I will gladly uh, go to Europe, <laughs> go to Europe. <laughs> if the team goes undefeated while I'm there. So we'll, we can start that uh, towards right. the second half of the season here. Uh, and we're getting there. Uh, Five-game winning streak, boys. It's been on. They haven't lost since that Detroit uh, debacle a couple mm -hmm. Tuesdays ago. Um, and the good thing about these wins is – Kraken six to two, G -A -A. Jackets four to one, Canadians -A -A. five to one, G A A, um, and that's Fassie with two of those uh, wins. That's Moose with one of those wins. And you know, if you go back to Vassie's last, you know, two three weeks now, he's really only letting maybe one point five goals in a game. Yep. So he's coming into form, uh, as Stephen mentioned earlier. Hagel the Bagel is coming into form. Braden Point is flying out there. Yeah, we're going to show that goal. We're, we've got to go back. Uh, you know, it seems like it was a month ago, but it was only six days ago six days. when he scored that amazing, I call it a McPoint goal. Yep. Uh, so we'll show that one. But let's talk about that cracking game because that is the game that uh, that happened in, right? Yeah, that's, that's when yep. um, Point had that beauty. 
Uh, I think it was 90 seconds in. The Bolts already had their first lead on an Ian Cole goal. Looked like it got deflected, but they went back and uh, determined it was not. Really looked like it went off of Cooch, I, I, I want to say. Um, and then Chernak rips one. Flying down the right-hand side, rips one, makes it 2-0. Um, Lightning had a, actually a not-that-great second period, mm-hmm. uh, but it was the second period uh, that they turned it all around in. So first 10 minutes, horrible. And then this is going to bring back a lot of memories for you guys if you don't remember this game. Then the Lightning went on to score three state goals the rest three of that shots. period. On three shots. Yeah. Corey Perry, power play goal, point with the beauty. Uh, we'll show that one. And then it was Colton with a deflection. All of a sudden, the game is five to one. Um, uh, Stamkos added one uh, to keep his streak alive, which was ended the next which, game. Which, by the way, also a pretty filthy goal. <laughs> like points, points goal was filthy, but that one from Stamkos basically moonwalking in front of the the goal there and stick handling it, get out, and then staying with it and getting the rebound. Both of those goals were were pretty filthy. Yeah. Let's see if I can pull up this point goal. Uh, and then another... at, at the end of the game, remember the controversy too about the Kraken scored that second goal, and there was definitely a missed penalty. And Coop was not happy. Coop at that point, he was not calm, cool, collected. Coop, he was he was losing his mind there. Or let's not forget the fight between Yanni yep. and Maru. Uh, yeah. Steph, Steph in the comments, she's on top of it. Uh, <laughs> Gord won in some big rig, and big rig laughed at him. Literally just laughed at him. It was funny. Um, I I got the chance to talk to Point the next day um, about that. I said I said to Point, I said, "How about Yanni?" And he's like, "Yeah, he's a little feisty yesterday, huh?" And I said, uh, "That's why we liked him here in Tampa." And he goes, "That's true." <laughs> oh, that's so filthy, dude. That goal is just. I mean, here he goes. He goes right through all three defenders, and just undresses. The last yeah, Adam, Lar- Adam Larson. That's not like yeah. your no, and that's you know, not a chump. crappy chiller, no. you know. No, that's no chump there. And and I mean it's and it's a perfect pass from Cooch once again. Like well, we we can just sit here and talk about how many perfect passes we've already seen from Kucherov. But right here, that he puts it perfectly. He knows brain point speed so well. Mid stride, yeah. Right there, mid stride, right on the tape. Perfect sauce or, or perfect power. Not a saucer, but the perfect amount of power on it to where it, it doesn't bounce. It sticks to his, his, his stick. It's on the tape like it. Yeah. And then for brain point to finish with speed at top speed like that and be able to just, yeah, it, it t- turn him inside out, turn Larson inside out there. And of course, so far for lightning. And yeah. of course the celebration afterwards, yeah. because the, the fans did boo the power play that port Corey Perry ended up scoring on right at the end. Um, and Pointer has came out and said, yes, that was for the booze. Um, I've seen several different stories written about it. I saw people asking about it. Yes, they were mad about the booze coming for that power play. 
So well, don't look like a bunch of fucking idiots on the yeah, highway, yeah. and it won't yeah. boo you. I mean, let's be honest, okay? I mean, I'm not a big fan of booing, but that was a pretty pathetic. Well, you know, it's funny is I I started booing just because everybody else was, <laughs> and then Perry scores, and I said, well, I guess I need to boo every yeah, time. Tomorrow, that's what I was ask. Do do we continue booing when they look right. on the power play? Are they going to score three straight goals every time we do that? Are we going to get a Braden point like highlight real goal every time? We boo them on the power play. I don't know, yeah. but next time they're in town, uh, which isn't for another week, let's do it. Let's try it. They're looking, good. looking bad. We got to boo them. And then, um, you know, let's take them on. Now, Braden Point might have, you know, taken offense to that. Um, and then he had the – no, I guess he would, He did the signing the day before that goal um, yeah. on Monday night. But, uh, yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting, uh, his comments on that. And I don't know. You think these players get mad at us fans for booing? <laughs> I, I think he was just being a little bit cheeky. I don't. I think they get it. They know that the we we have a great fan base here. You know what I mean? I I, I don't think they get. Mad. Well, I've noticed since I've noticed since then, quite a few of them have started doing that now when they score. So now it's becoming like their their little thing to do once they it's score. It's like a shirt back. Yeah, I mean it, yeah. that's what I love about hockey, man. I mean, if you really want to think about it. It's a chirp from the fans, right? That's the only way we can really chirp our players is getting a little bit feisty with them, throwing a little boo down every once in a while. If they want to chirp us back with the little Hulk Hogan cup ear, you know, I'm all for it, man. That's the fan interaction that we get around here. I'll boo every time they touch the puck. Yeah. I'll be like it's Marshan every time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, by the way, I did say I was going to – Put the uh, call line out tonight. There it is. Technical difficulties will not oh, allow yeah. that to happen. We can get text, though. So you mm. can text the line if you want to. Um, I'll pull up some of the texts we got earlier when I put it on Twitter earlier. I don't know why you wouldn't just comment on the show if you're going to but feel free yeah. to send us a text. Um, we'll get the technical difficulties figured out by next week so you guys can call back. Shooter there. likes if you send pictures. It goes straight no. to him. In the it does go to me, but no, no pictures, please. Um, we did get a good question from from Joyce, actually, but we'll hit that up later. Um, the cracking game. So Yanni Gord, I mean, I love Yanni Gord, but it's the same kind of Yanni Gord that left here. He's overpaid and, and not scoring. Yeah. So well, and the other the other thing, as much as I loved uh, Big Rig, kind of like smiling at him. I don't know if you guys watched that clip, but then Stamkos is on the bench, just shit talking to him. He's like literally just laughing at it. He's like, come on, man, get out of here. Come on, dude. Get out, Yanni. Come on. No. It's just like it's funny. It was at that whole and that whole inter, uh exchange was just funny to me because yeah, that's why I never understood what people loved about Yanni. He he would do things like that, draw bad penalties at bad times in the game, and didn't didn't always score. I mean, he he did a lot of other great things, and I'm not saying anything. And I, again, who? Who I hate talking about Yanni Gord more than probably anybody on this planet. So we can move along. Yeah, six-two win versus the Kraken, and the Kraken are a really good team this season. So a good win for the Bolts there. And then Columbus comes to town. A lot of people were worried because they saw I was going to the game. They saw Stash was going to the game. Schooley did not go. Schooley did not. So go. it was a four-to-one victory. The Moose in net getting it done with some nice saves. Hagel had two goals. One of them was an empty net, a Christmas uh, Cooch delivery. Uh, Cooch yeah. had that open net and just gave it to, to Hagel. 
uh, which was very kind. Cooch is in the spirit. Um, which, well, which put him in double-digit goals, too. So that was uh, Hagel's 10th of the season. So yeah. I, I don't know if he realized that or not, if that was part of it, or if he's just trying I think to find so. the team stats. Well, he yeah, said in the interview stats up. He yeah. said in the interview afterwards he believes he should have passed it back to, to Cooch, mm. that it was for him to get an assist and then Cooch to get the goal, and all three of the line have a goal that night. Oh, uh, yeah. So... <laughs> That's what he said in the interview afterwards was now thinking about it. I should have passed it back to Cooch. Whoops. Oh, by the way, <laughs> Cooch, so Cooch, the game before that cracking game hit 400 career assists. Sergachev, 200 career points. Points. So it seems like uh, every week we're talking about some, yeah. some milestones. With it's the season of milestones. People. Yep. It's the season of milestones between the coaches and the players. This uh, franchise is hitting that point, and it's, it's tenure that we start to see – these kind of cool milestones for the guys that have been here for a while. Yep. And more to come hopefully yep. this week. Uh, yeah. Belly first goal of the season. Nice shot for him. Uh, we weren't sure if that was his first goal of the season, but they sure I, I was. It was. I was. Yeah. Um, um, and then point scores and then Tarasov with one of the saves of the year on Cooch. Uh, yeah. They were trying to feed Stamkos this game because he needed the hat trick. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they were forcing the puck to him uh, in an unreasonable way. Yeah, early and often. <laughs> in the first period. Yeah, it was um, not good. And I thought on that Tarasov save on Cooch, which was a pass from Stamkos, I thought Stamkos could have probably shot and scored there, but he uh, elected to pass to Cooch, who like almost was a tap-in for Cooch, even though it wasn't a tap. He put a good yeah. shot on it. And then if you haven't seen that Tarasov save, I'm not going to show uh, Columbus goalie highlights, but that was a hell of a save. Yeah. Yeah, that was probably one of the saves of the year. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so 4-1 win over the Jackets, team you're supposed to beat. And then Montreal Canadiens uh, up in Montreal. And we had Moose in the net and Moose in net on that yep. Columbus game. So, yep. you know, his, what was that, his seventh straight win? Yep, seven in yeah, a row. He's, he's seven and one now. That's the longest, uh, longest win streak by any goalie in the NHL this year, too. Yep. So it, it's, and I, we were talking while we were waiting for you with your technical problems. Um, I forget. I want to say it's the Daily Faceoff or something. Ranked them number three as the number three goalie tandem um, in the NHL right now um, with Vassy and, and uh, Moose behind him. And it's so good. I've seen some things that Moose has been getting a lot of credit like we haven't seen before in this town. Um, he's on the walls over, I believe, at Brandon uh, Mall. Um, he's got a banner over at West Shore Mall. So it's nice to see that Moose is getting some credit he deserves. The Moose is loose. Mm. And that's how yeah. that's how uh, Coop is announcing when he's in net. Literally, he goes to the press and says the Moose is loose, and that's how they know Moose is starting that night. It's on. Yeah. So um, Columbia, Saturday night – Canadians up in Montreal. It looked cold up there. I don't know if you guys saw any of the pictures from outside. <laughs> the lighting was actually supposed to um, practice in Brandon on Friday, but they canceled their practice so that they could fly in before the snowstorm that was coming there. Um, we got told when I was there on Wednesday for their practice 
that they already canceled their Saturday um, because they wanted to uh, Friday because they had to fly in and beat the snowstorm. More snow coming up north the rest of this week. So yeah, it's they... only going to get colder up there. <laughs> yeah, see if, so see Montreal, if they can make it back. Um, another kind of it's I don't want to say any wins an easy win, but it, gosh, these seem like easy wins. <laughs> the Hagel two more goals. Uh, he's he was on fire this week. Uh, Kucherov adds once Relly gets his first of the year. Finally, he'd been knocking on the doorstep the last couple games. Uh, Nick Paul came up with a nice rebound goal. Um, and uh, as we mentioned earlier, Vassy with another uh, nice game, only giving up one goal in this one uh, to win it five to one in Montreal. Yeah, yeah, I no, thought no comments. Yeah, I was like, yeah, well, wait, kind of, uh, Hagel just has been so impressive this year. And he he's gonna be he's gonna break what he was doing over in uh, Chicago with Kane and Tay's line. He's gonna surpass oh, that yeah. by by far, and he's really having a breakout year. And a lot of people were complaining about those two draft picks we gave up for him, but um, or two players we gave up for him, but he's really earning it. Well, it really depends on what happens in the off season. <laughs> Yeah, you know you don't give up two picks for that and not be able to keep that guy. Is my problem, and and we'll talk about that later. This this is not the time, but but yeah, uh, he's he's proving his worth now for sure. So uh, my my guy, I still want to keep talking about that's Anthony Sorelli, man. Seven games back, six six assists and a goal, and we've had four first goals of the season since he's been back, including his own. So, Colton, uh, um, who is it? Colton, Vladi, Belly, and um, and Sorelli. And Sorelli's been involved in all four of those goals being scored. So, uh, no coincidence to me. And I also don't think it's any coincidence that we're starting to see the goals against go down with Sorelli in this lineup. Uh, we talked about it on last week's show a little bit after Nigel left. And uh, I'll keep talking about it. His defense has never been an issue with me. It's it's always his offensive production, and he's a point per game since he's been back. So I got nothing bad to say there. Uh, in case you guys didn't notice, the technical difficulties we're having tonight is on Shooty's uh, part with his sound issue. So that uh, dramatic sound effects you hear in the background is uh, everything hypersensitively loud. I thought he was doing an ice maker back there. I was waiting for he's making margaritas. He's making frozen <laughs> margaritas uh, off camera right now. <laughs> and also, uh, the ghost of Christmas past is just off camera as well uh, with all the changes. Um, <laughs> I thought. Uh... Meanwhile, Thomas has got who's that over your shoulder? Contos Tim Taylor. Contos. Yeah. Four goals. That's funny. That was from the 25th anniversary over at Espo Hall. They had that in the room where the dressing room, uh, the lightning, and someone that was working it was given it by him afterwards. And then they came to me and said, Do you want this? And I. You know, I can't say no to anything lightning. So I was like, yep, sure. So 
Here he sits, <laughs> watching did, the did you, did you guys actually give me a good segue into what I want to talk about next for once? <laughs> I think so. Because if you don't know who Chris Contos is, then you might not want to sign up to be the queen of Boltsville. That's right. It, it is official. There's a graphic involved. There's a date involved. Right now, there is only one queen. She won last year. That is Kim Ricci. So if you want to unseat her, because you know she's going to be back, and she knows her stuff. Oh, and there she is her, on cue. Yep. I would have the I would have the music, but we have no music tonight. Um, but Queen of Boltsville is our contest for the women Bolts fans. If you are tired of mansplaining um, the game of hockey and being mansplained too, now is your time to show how big of a Lightning fan you are. So it will be a test of skill, mostly of knowledge. Though. <laughs> you've got to know about hockey. You've got to know a lot about the Lightning. And you've got to be able to answer your questions faster than your competition. So I'm going to go ahead and put in the chat, and we'll put this out on social media. If you go to that form, you've got to fill out the form. Uh, let us know that you can be there. We'll need your email. And there is one question on there. If you don't answer that question correctly, you are already out. It is fierce competition for this mm. Boltsville title. Why? Right. Why, you ask? Because there are prizes. There are prizes. You will get two tickets to a game not to be named today. You will also get a customized Queen of Boltsville shirt. And there might be some other fun and games along the way. And you're just officially the Queen of Boltsville for the rest of the year. Bragging rights. So, I mean, what else is more? I mean, that's bragging rights. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, absolutely. So if, if I know, you, I know um, hockey community is humble, but bragging rights. <laughs> that's if you good. think you've got what it takes, you've got to go fill out the form. That's the first step. And you got to be available January 30th. Um, and it will be kind of similar to last year, but a little bit different. So enter now. You've got a month plus to prepare. Get brushed up on your hockey knowledge. You better know everything about the Lightning or you ain't going to win this competition. Mm -hmm. So get on it. Start studying like this is the SATs. Anything else on that? No, uh, I don't think we got it all. Nah, man. Yeah. But I hope I hope we have some good competition this year. Also, we're trying to get the word out early. If you if you sign up, be about it and, and show up too. I'm not trying to like say anything, but we had a, a little bit of issue last year that there was a decent percentage of people of the ladies that signed up that didn't actually show up for the event. So you know, you're only helping other people win if you don't show up. They're making it easier for everyone else with a with a with a uh, watered down pool a little bit. You know what I mean? So we want healthy competition around here. We want to know who knows the most from our Lightning ladies. Yeah, last year it was over 60 ladies that had signed up. Mm -hmm. So we had to we actually had to narrow it down. We had to weed some out uh, with some initial questions. So you'll get that on the forum there. But yeah, it is Bolts trivia, NHL trivia, more more so NHL rules and stuff. Because if mm -hmm. you think you know hockey and you know this team, you you better know what offsides is. You better know what icing is. You better know what the two line know pass is. Dare I, I dare I bring up old rules? Better know what an apple is. 
<laughs> Renee Flowers is is actually going to compete in the competition. By the way, she's going to come back and she might win it. She's been studying for months. I'm going to invite her to to do this. Do it. <laughs> um, all right, Joel. What we need to do is we need to. <laughs> I don't think you could, I don't think a wig is enough, Mike. I think a little more, a little more than a wig. Just, <laughs> just saying. Just going out on a limb here. Uh, hey, maybe, maybe it would be funny thing. if we did a segment where one of us, where we had Schooly, the professor, coach up Renee Flowers for the competition oh. and then see how well she did. But let's do that. Let's do a whole like lead up. Oh, so that would be funny. You know, Bally Sports Special. Schooly <laughs> does training with Renee Flowers, and they're like running up the the beer can building, and he's asking questions as they go up. We're running Renee. up the stairs at Emily. Go ahead. Okay. They're on, they're on scooters on the Riverwalk. <laughs> no. <laughs> and for those reasons, I'm out. <laughs> no, Shark right, Tank so- on this. You're, you guys are going to hear plenty more about that um, coming up. But, yeah, definitely get uh, registered into it now and um, keep an eye out for emails from the crew here. Uh, yeah. Uh, so we do have a challenge slash shooter game that I want to get to. But before we get to that, let's take a look at the schedule coming up. And I do want to ask oh, a question because I think it's a really good topical question for everyone, except for me, apparently, because I have the worst memory in history. I got um, a question that was sent to me too. And I want to know your guys' thoughts on it. It's um, got to go through the official uh, <laughs> Twitter. No, go ahead. <laughs> Why do you think Bogosian is a healthy scratch? My thing is I don't think he's healthy. I think he's got to be. There's no way that they're sitting Bogosian for Flurry. I can't I, see the logical reason for that unless he's in some kind of doghouse, but I don't think he is. Coop does a lot of illogical time things this time of the season. Right. This this is what I chalk it up to. I mean, you go back historically and look at what 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 time of the year, what time of the season Coop likes to go and just do random shit in case random shit happens later on he feels like this is a safe time to do it for whatever reason and i think that's what i chalk it up to because i can't think of another rational reason other than just hey let's get him an extra day or two of rest off now because he is playing big minutes and we want to make sure he's healthy because there isn't a lot of depth in the defense if one of those guys goes down and then the other thing is as i saw balsers was on the bench today this morning he is on the road trip with them he was on the bench with them um he's still on LTIR, yeah but which means he's got to be scheduled to be coming back soon um which then is going to put us in a little cap cap issue issue. so it's going to be interesting i gotta imagine they send flurry down um you know and probably balsers also Um, yeah yeah, it, it's. I'm. I've been curious about that when they picked him up to begin with. I was. I like. I understand that Sorelli was was injured, and you were trying to find some kind of extra depth in the middle there. But, um, I, 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 I don't really know where he fits right now. He and, played three games only, so. right? And then he got he got dinged up there, and then so, yeah. so I I just don't know where he really fits. Money money wise. You know, I mean, where where do they find the money for him? And I, I, I mean, it depends on what's up with Bogosian, but I mean, you still want to have that extra 
defenseman there just in case you do have an injury. You've got the seventh and eighth guy there to to fill up you know, injuries in the top six. So it I once know, again though one of my my other thoughts was are they checking how good Flurry's gonna be in case they get rid of Bogosian? You mean they're at a trade deadline? Yeah, for the cap for the cap hit when Balsers comes off. You know, are they they've done this in the past where they they try out the other guy to see if he can fill in. You yeah. know, are they missing much off of um Flurry that they would they get with uh Bogo? I, I think it's a huge upgrade from Flurry to Bogo. I don't think it's even a question how much better Bergosian is than Flurry um in that top six and the fact that I think he also has better chemistry with the the other guys in the top six. Yeah, I agree. We we see him in all the uh in all the little skits that they do at the arena. Bogo seems to be in all of them and be great friends with a yeah. lot of those guys. So yeah, yeah I, I agree that and Definitely I don't think you sign him in the offseason knowing you have defensive depth issues only to sign only to trade him before the trade deadline in order to keep but at the time the, we didn't have flurry. Yeah, I know, but I still I still don't think they've seen enough from Flurry. I still think I still think Flurry is a work in progress. And I think that if you feel like you're competitive, you don't want a work in progress guy on your blue line when you're trying to make a cup run. You know what I mean? You you mm-hmm. just don't. You I mean, sure, maybe you don't. You're not going to have the best guys there on five at your five and six or at your four and six, however you decide to do your lineup there. But you definitely don't want to work in progress whenever you're looking at game six or game seven of the ECF or something like that. You know what I mean? And yeah, and I agree with this, dude. I mean, if you were to do to Patty and take away McDonough one season and then bring in Bogo and then get rid of Bogo, I think Patty would lose his shit. I absolutely <laughs> do. I don't think this city would be able to contain Florida man Pat Maroon. We would see him. So Schooly, do you does Schooly like look up ancient aliens or like lizard people after the show? Because <laughs> who is selling you this crap? Bogo is ain't going yeah. anywhere. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. They're they're gonna have to come up with cap space. They got to. Yeah. Bowser's adios. Yeah. Flurry, yeah. adios. We're trying yeah. to win a Stanley Cup. Uh, uh, Stanley Cup. You, you gotta think dude, they're still gonna count though on the cap hit. It's just a little bit different. Accidentally slipped behind Amelie Arena on the ice uh, outside <laughs> because it's getting cold next maybe week. It's cold so maybe there'll be some ice. Maybe they both accidentally fall and, and twist their ankle in their long time term IR. They have, I don't they, care what they have an accidental it, collision at practice and they collide into each other. And oh man. Jay so Ross please does go in effect at 11.59 tonight. Um, right, so I don't even think they can break. activate him, right? They, they can't can. activate so Bowser until the end of the week, no matter what. 28th is when it ends. So, And then what, we're about, what, three weeks from the trade deadline, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I could see Bowser's getting traded again or going to waivers and getting picked up, honestly. I definitely could see him just being that guy that, sorry, man, we, we, we needed a body, and the numbers just don't work out. Sorry. I don't, <laughs> I don't see him with the future here anyways, because, you know, I, I've seen some people kind of bury the lightning in their farm system and their, and their depth. And I, I, I think the, no, we're two, two months. We're three months away from the trade. March 3rd. 
March. Yeah, I'm but, sorry. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm still. I still. No, I still have football on the brain. I'm sorry. I'm still. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sorry. Yeah. So yeah. we have plenty of time to move those guys and find find ways to work around that cap space that we don't have. Um, I mean, I don't. And again, I don't. I don't have a problem with ball serves one way or the other. But you can't. You can't keep everybody. <laughs> and this team is very deep, regardless of of what people want to say from the outside looking in. There's this team is very deep. Ross Colton is probably a top six, the number two center in the NHL on a lot of at least half the teams in this league right now. And he would be playing like it if he had those minutes as a top as a number two center. I, I guarantee it. Um, I mean, look at where I mean Sorelli's playing on the third line right now that he's come back. You know, I mean he's a he's a top six guy, absolutely a top six guy, but he's oh, yeah. playing on the bottom six. Um, you know, uh Corey Perry is is playing this season you know maybe not like a fourth liner like a, a solid third liner like we're and especially since those three guys got back together on that bottom line and even still he's been uh Coop's been switching up and had patty which we didn't really talk about that much uh patty played most of us last week you're done getting nice yet <laughs> so, so you frying eggs or is that bacon he made now you're, now you're, now you're making i've bacon. never seen someone so Razzled it's, by a little sound, like it's, you can't even... it, 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 it's, <laughs> it's louder than you realize. No, I'm just kidding, but um, that's giving you a hard time. Uh, but yeah, uh, it, it they're, they're deep, dude. And oh, and, and Patty paid, played on that third line for most of the last week. Patty was feeling it, and he oh, that's the other guy that got his first goal, Maroon. I'm sorry, we forgot about yeah. that. Pat got his first goal, so that's five guys that have had uh, um, their first goal since Sorelli came back. So you're starting to see this team really find its way in the bottom six like I was hoping they would. And I, I just don't know that you want to try and bring in a new guy. And again, just like that Bowser's, I mean, you're looking at probably kind of a work in progress, trying to figure out where he fits now in this lineup. And as far as I'm concerned, those 12 forwards are pretty much set, man. There's not a lot of reason to start that. I mean, if you want to kind of tweak the, the, the lines a little bit, I get it, but those are your twelve guys that you're taking into war whenever the postseason comes. So, uh, we, talk, you know. we talked a couple of weeks ago about at that time the gold differential, and now we have totally seen it shift the other way to a plus twenty four now. Yeah, and That's back huge. a couple of weeks ago we were hovering right around that zero. You know, even the negative, we were there for some of the some of the games. So mm -hmm. we've seen now Vassy, I think they say he's doing a 1.098 or something for his last couple starts on his GAA. So we're seeing the Vassy of Vassy, and I think that's the team in front of him also. You see the team get more confidence. Mm -hmm. uh, I think we have four complete lines again. There's, you, I think Sir, once Sorelli came back, there was all that everything fell into place and all these lines are now comfortable with each other all these players are with each other you see the confidence in hegel you see the confidence in paul who last year they were just mix matching getting in there um the block party if you guys haven't listened to the block party this week it is with nick paul and greg wolf um and it's actually pretty good he talks about how he signed the reason he signed with Tampa again was because of the seven-year uh, contract, and he wants to stay here. That was one of the reasons he signed here. So I hope Hagel gets one of those deals too. I think he's him and Point really complement each other, and 
besides they look like each other. So that always helps. Yeah. Hopefully their yeah. contracts don't look like each other. <laughs> <laughs> they, they impossible for their contracts to look like each other. <laughs> All right. So shooty Claus, we're getting asked about from Stephanie about what we think about foot. I, I, it's kind of like you say here, he's just got to play some more time. I like foot. He's big. He's just a little too slow right now. And I don't know if he'll ever be able to kind of get faster, but I think sometimes you just get smarter when you're a defender. Mm -hmm. Start to use the stick in your body a little bit more. He's one of the only guys on the team that'll, that'll drop the gloves. And we saw it the other night, saw it in Canada, up in In Montreal, right? Yeah. Yeah. He dropped it. I like foot. I, I just, like you said, I think where he hasn't learned, like it seems like Perbex is. Perbex has taken what he's learning from those advanced D men that have been in the league. <coughs> but then again, he's younger. But I think foot still needs to take pointers from these other big veterans that have been in the league and use them to his advantage. I'd, to me, he's almost Schuster-ish, um, except for he likes to fight. But he has not really been a big guy out there and hasn't shown his presence. We don't hear too much about foot like we do the other guys. And I did talk to Perbix and said to Perbix, hey, it looks like you're doing the Sergachev path where you came for the team and get on the team and haven't went back. And he said that that is his dream. He does not want to go back. He wants to stay here. He wants to stay in Tampa. He's, he said that, he said, I really hope that happens. I don't want to go anywhere. Yeah, I don't see, I don't see him going anywhere. Um, no. it, again, well, see, here's the other thing too, is that you, you have more development time for Perbix. I think we, we talked about a lot. His College hockey is very underrated experience, I think, yeah. uh, compared to AHL or going or not AHL, but like uh, QHL or the AHL, blah blah blah, OHL, blah blah blah. Right? Uh, I, I really do think it's a little bit different of a mentality, and you get a, a better team mentality when you're in these other junior programs. Some of these kids or these other players are going through. You play with them for one season, two seasons, a half a season. They're bouncing here. They're bouncing there. They're on, you know, you go to college and you're with a, a team for four years. You're there. You go through those experiences like you would on a regular team. And it's also a little bit of a different game. Um, and and you play you play, you play play more games. It's just it's a different experience. And so I think that really served Perbix well. Foot, I just think it's just a matter of time. He still has another 100 games, I think, or so before he's really going to get it because he did kind of get rushed along because of his name, because of his legacy. Uh, and, and also it's, it's been a little bit tough because the, although the, the blue line isn't super deep for the lightning, it's just deep enough that he hasn't been able to crack it and get regular, regular games every every season you know what i mean like he's not playing he, he's the seventh guy out whenever they're going 12 and 6 you know so he's only really playing if it's 11 and 7 or you're doing a healthy scratch so it's 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 a little bit frustrating i'm sure for him because he's not getting the time to develop but i i do think he's not 
I well, I don't think I don't want to speak a double net against. I don't think he's going anywhere. I, I think the Lightning are still willing to spend the time to develop him and see where he's going. Um, and and I see a promising future. Like I said, I love his dad. Uh, I was a huge fan of his dad, and I think he has it in him. It's just like you were saying, Shooty. It's a matter of just the experience and the intelligence. And the smarter you are, the faster you are as a hockey player because you're already anticipating the play, you're anticipating the player, the puck, whatever. You you have a better feel for the game overall. And whether it's in your genes and whether you're a generational player or it's a first time or whatever else, sometimes it just takes a little bit longer to develop for other guys. And that doesn't mean that they aren't going to get there. That doesn't mean that he might not still go on to have a potential Hall of Fame career or an, a prolific career similar to his father. Uh, it's just... You know, it's it's taken him a couple, a couple, you know, a little bit longer to get hit, get in, hit his stride. At this I, I I got a hot take. Can I get a hot take sound effect? Da 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 da. Hot take. <laughs> so pumped up now. Um, <laughs> I don't want this to be true, but I'm going to throw it out there. Calfoot not on the roster next year if he survives the trade deadline. I still think he gets traded in the offseason. He's got the name, he's got the size, and we've got other emerging players on the roster. He's yeah. going to be a restricted free agent next offseason, and uh, I just don't see how they can afford him without letting another core defenseman go, which they can't really do unless they trade him. So That's a good point. Those are all very good points, honestly. And we haven't talked about this yet. The rumor is that the Caps only going to go up by a million again, which is insane to me. Yeah. Because they were saying, without a doubt, it was going to go up by two or three this year. Every single team grew uh, in revenue, um, an average of, I think, 16%. The Lightning doubled their valuation in this last season to become cool. a billion-dollar team. Did, yeah, did you see that? One yeah. billion dollars. They were, they were valued... Yeah, they were valued five hundred and sixty-four thousand last year by Forbes. This year, over one billion. Every team for the first time, every first NHL time team is yep. valued wow. over one billion dollars. But they're saying the escrow was not paid off from the twenty twenty season, right. so therefore that's why it's only going to go at one million. I still understand that how they could have, how they could have said last year and then this year it's like having the rug pulled out from under you. You know what I mean? Well, apparently. Apparently, the Players Association is going to try to negotiate because what will happen is it will be this year, next year, only $1 million, and then the following year, it's going to be like substantial $6 million or something like that, where the Players Association is going to try to do where it's two, two, and two um, over the next three years so and do a gradual rather than one big increase in a couple of years. Yeah, well, do you I guys mean, know how much? Do you know how much Vinick bought the Lightning for in 2010? 140 million dollars. Not didn't, bad. Why didn't we figure out how to pool together 140 million? Well, wasn't around then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty yeah, insane, that's right? Crazy. So, well, well good, I mean, it has Jeff. nothing to do with all the money he's put into downtown. It has nothing to do with the fact that he spends up to and over the cap some seasons. It has nothing to do with the fact that he has so many great partners uh, down there in Amelie and in their league and around the world. Uh, he's He made this team what it is, for sure. He earned every single penny. Uh, Stephanie asked about the escrow thing. Uh, basically, what happened is during the lockout, or not the lockout, the COVID season, 
the light the NHL basically borrowed from the players instead of paying the players what they were supposed to be play, paid out of the CBA. The league didn't basically pay them to keep from going under, and they agreed to pay back in subsequent seasons. And that's basically what they're doing now. Therefore, the salary cap can't increase because the league isn't maintaining the revenues that they normally would here. And there's a lot more involved. That's the layman's term or layman's explanation of it. I'm not an expert. That's just the the Cliff's Notes version of it, basically. There's a lot more details to it, but that's the, the gist of it. Yeah, it was – here's a good one right oh, here. There you go, Dan. Yeah, Dan, okay. there you go. All right, escrow is where a certain percentage of money is held off for the players' paychecks and held in escrow until the league knows what the full revenue for the total year. The players will then receive either or all a portion of the escrow back at the end of the year, depending on the actual NHL revenues. So there you go. All right, enough of this boring stuff about salary cap. I know you guys. I know you guys will go a full hour about talking about who's resigning and who's not. And yeah, let's, not yet. Not yet. Uh, don't listen real don't quick. Um, I want to rethink Nigel from last last yep. week. We have heard so much feedback um, about that episode, and I got to see Nigel the next day, and he said, <laughs> "This is how humble he is." Did I go too long? <laughs> and I was like. No, you did it. It was fine. And I just happened to be with three other people that had seen uh, the thing and they told him how good it was. So, so I shouldn't have sent him that fine in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> well over his 20 minutes. Well, I'll tell you what, next time, if he doesn't crack a beer while we're doing a show, I'll be offended. If he waits until after the show to go get that beer from the fridge, I will be offended next time. That's all I'm saying. I Do mean, you guys I know he had. The- Official craft beer of the Tampa Bay Lightning is? Yes. I believe right it's high lie, high lie, and also high low. Those are the two official beers of the Tampa Bay Lightning from Cigar City, our friends at Cigar City. Yeah, so go, go get yourself a high lie uh, this holiday season. And oh, hey, we got, we got some games coming up, not this week, but next week after christmas so if you want to use that seat geek code right over stash's shoulder wtt pod 20 bucks off your first time give it a shot uh and then of course monkey colt is coming to town on the monkey 25th is coming so more to come down. on that and um, i seen kim Ritchie mentioned that in the comments so that she had the coffee this morning because he did give out some free samples at the uh party the other night he gave out some samples and kim Ritchie was one of them that got it and i see she put in the chat earlier that her mm-hmm. coffee was great this morning it's good it's good oh, good. oh there yeah. it is Delicious. And and I brought it up last week. I'll bring it up again, too. Uh, I don't know what everyone has their own way of drinking coffee. <clears throat> I've never really been a hot coffee guy. You know, I like I like espresso, hot, obviously. And that's about it, because, I mean, espresso has got like a 20 second uh, life, really. But uh, but yeah, I, I'm all I'm very excited to get this bourbon chocolate chip in a cold brew and bring it bring it home and make me some iced coffee and do some cold brew coffee with it, because. That's my jam, and uh, I know this is going to be the perfect, perfect type of flavoring for a, a nice cold brew in the morning. So, next show we might going. be all hopped up. 
Wow, we might be hopped up on some monkey coat. <laughs> Don't miss it. Nine, nine o'clock at night. You guys. Two, three hours, <laughs> The high voltage, they've actually are stopping producing it. So if you... What do you, Dave Anderson? If you like the high voltage, get it now. Go get it. All right. This week's let's not game. forget the High Lies, the official beer of the Tampa Bay Lightning. This week's games. Um, tomorrow night. Toronto going to going to town seven seven p.m. in Toronto. Uh, Stamkos is what two goals away. I think it's going to happen Great. in Toronto. He got Great. one on that Saturday, right? No, no, oh, he is. He scored. No, he's, he's so he's, he's gone on a dry spell on on goals. So yeah, two, two games. So that's fine. Maybe he wants to wait till next week till he comes home. I'd be well, you guys, cool did you guys see that uh, Gabby Shirley tweet where she asked Stamkos about it and? She said that he talked to him, that Stamkos talked to Marty, I guess, before the game. The Marty day. talked and, to him. And Marty was like, hey, you, you, we should just save it for Toronto. That'd be fun. <laughs> like, that, that would be, yeah. that would be pretty, that'd be pretty awesome. I would a say. hat trick in Toronto would be nice. Five hundo. We'll yeah. see. I think I think it's gonna be a high scoring game. It would, it, would, it would it would suck only because then we have to wait an entire week to come back and celebrate it. But what would be awesome is that no matter what, he's got three games. If he does get it on this road trip, we're celebrating with Marty St. Louis in the house because Montreal is the first home game back. So to me, I think that would be fucking special, right? I mean, I know a lot of people around here aren't fans of Marty St. Louis for their own personal dumbass reasons, but <laughs> the fact is that guy is a legend here and him and, and Stammer are still really, really close. Uh, Stamkos probably wouldn't be half the guy he is without Marty St. Louis and his guidance and the way he was a leader when Stamkos got here. Does he and, have the most assists on Stamkos' goals and still? Yes, he does. He still is, has the most assists in Stamkos. So I, I just think that would be very poetic. To, yeah, I had the tweet have, right here. Um, yeah. Stamkos on chat in with Marty St. Louis. He said, you're a couple away from 500. Why don't you save it for when you're back home in Toronto? Sorry. Yeah. Home is Tampa, so I'll That's do right. it again to you, Marty. Here, those two things. Either I don't know how I don't know how, what would be more poetic if he did it on the road and then came home and they opened the game with the you know a tribute for his 500 goal, or if he scored it against Montreal with Marty on the bench. Like I don't so know what would be one more of his football. records here at home. I know, right? <laughs> his 60-goal season yeah, and when, uh, his thousand uh, point away. I know. Yeah, yeah. Let's have something home. <laughs> yeah, so so Maple Leafs tomorrow night, good. 7 o'clock. Uh, well, that's going to be the toughest game of the week because the day after that, they go to Detroit. Face back off to back. against the Red Wings. Yeah, I'm glad they play the Can Maple I Leafs slap first. the schedule maker, by the way? Can I slap the schedule maker in the NHL? You guys see this? They were in Montreal. Then they have two days off, go to Toronto, back to back in Detroit, and then they go right back to Buffalo. Buffalo and Toronto are basically the same city. Why is those two games not back to back? I don't I that's like coming down here, playing in Tampa, going to Carolina, and then going back down and playing the fucking Panthers. That never happens. That never happens. If someone comes to Florida, they play the Panthers and they play the Lightning in consecutive games. Why in the fuck are we going to Detroit on a back-to-back and then having to go back to Buffalo with all the shitty the shitty weather this time of year, especially in Buffalo? 
this just makes no sense to me. It makes zero whatever. It makes no sense. Yeah, and rant, I wonder, rant over. Rant it, over. It, that weather could affect. I don't know when the weather's starting, but it might affect a Wednesday game if they're not able to fly into Detroit. So we'll see what happens exactly. after tomorrow night. I'm guessing they'll, they'll probably try to fly out. Uh, and then to round out the week, Friday night in Buffalo. Uh, if you want to go, you can probably get your tickets now, but you might not be able to land up there either. You Friday might be able night, to get so. there. Or if you do, you might <laughs> start not get driving. There. Um, so yeah, a good week of games. The Lightning have won five straight. So uh, you know, they, they get over that hump against the Maple Leafs, get Moose in there against the Red Wings for one and and take another one from the Sabres, which that last game against the Sabres was pretty darn entertaining. Uh, so that'll be another good game, and that's uh that's Friday night. Um Challenge. We got Stephanie rung in first. I saw I saw a couple other 88s. Sorry, I saw Stephanie's first. So Stephanie, gotta make sure you're still there. You're gonna rep the thunder before we go over this week, which is gonna be completely different from anything you ever saw out of the challenge. Uh we'll go over last week. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't change that dial, folks. Um I think you, I think this person needs to change their screen name. You know That's I'm right. It'd be right. better if their name was Patrick incorrect. banged your mom. Yeah, um, which incorrect. I think it used to be, unless that's a different person. Marty Stanley uh, loves Tampa. He loves playing here. So I'm not going to get into it. Last week, the uh, stats were Stash had a two point lead over Schooley, uh, me behind Schooley, and then the Thunder coming up from behind. So no pressure, Stephanie, but you need a win. We need some wins here. For the for the Thunder, because uh, they are falling behind, and again this week fell behind even more. Because the first question was who was going to have the best plus minus first the Kraken, Nikita Kucherov with a plus two takes it. That was my pick, so I go up one. Second was uh, most penalty minutes versus the Blue Jackets. We only had one penalty versus the Blue Jackets somehow. That never happens. Um, and it was Corey Perry, which none of us picked, so no points awarded there. And then most goals first the Canadians who had Hagel, me, right? No, did no, no Stash did. Yep. Um, Stash had Hagel, Hagel yep. had two to lead the way. So that you guys left him Stash for me. I picked last for that one too. You guys left him for me a little bit further ahead. He's got 11 on the season. Me and Schooley are tied at eight. And then the Thunder still stuck at six. So on that plus minus, who was the other people picked? Sorelli Paul and Ian Cole. Wow. Oh. Okay. School. Do you not trust our producer? Question my games. Do you not trust our producer? Are you are you questioning the integrity? No, I thought for some reason. I thought I had Hagel on something, but apparently not. Yeah, you did yeah. Uh, a couple weeks ago. <laughs> oh, yeah, Dan's fired. Dan's fired from representing uh, the We the Thunder fan base for a few weeks. That's all right. We got Stephanie. Stephanie but, knows hey, what she's but doing. But, Dan, you're not fired from watching or commenting because your comments have been gold this, this evening. I love it. All right. Listen up because we're changing it up this week. Uh, the, the answers have nothing to do with the games. Absolutely nothing to do with the games. Holiday we're, questions. We're going to do is we're going to answer some questions, uh, how we see best fit, and then we are going to put a poll out there, and the votes are going to oh, tell wow. us who the winner is. Schooley's going to get all the fucking points this week. Well, hey, this, this we're not going to say Schooley who always what. Wins these. 
We're not going to say who picked what. If you listen to the show, you can put it all together, but we're not going to say in the, uh, the tweets that are going to decide this who said what. So all these right. are cheeky questions. We will um, all have to answer separate things on these or separate names on these. And we will have to kind of reverse like Stash, uh, you go, well, you don't go first for the first one because you're in first place, but we'll let Stephanie go first for this one. So the first question, and we have six this week because we're changing up Whoa. a little bit. This is making me nervous. My lead is definitely going to evaporate quickly <laughs> this week. I can tell it. At the Bolts holiday party, who is most likely to drink all of the eggnog? So think amongst yourselves. Stephanie, we need your answer first here. We're, we're talking about spiked eggnog, right? I didn't say that. I just said most likely to drink all of the eggnog. All right. All right. You got to be on this one here. So Stephanie is going to let you ring in first. Uh, and then we'll we'll swing it over to Schooly. Most likely to drink all the egg nog. God, I know she's going to pick who I want. Of course, that's how it always works. But if she doesn't pick in the next five seconds, you're going to go because this is a live podcast. We can't have yeah, that she, well, they're delayed. So they're not that long. No, she said she was here. Ryan's ready to take her spot. <laughs> I know Ryan is in. All um, right, I'm giving it five. Four, three. <laughs> I love two, that our fans listen, and he one. changed. He changed to his actual name. I uh, love it. Wait, Stephanie. <laughs> yes, which, about? which player do you think at the yeah. holiday party would drink all the eggnog? Not players. Oh wait, which player? Players. Oh, player. Okay. One player who's going to drink all the eggnog. Oh, okay, 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 okay. They Stash didn't understand it either, so give her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought you. Were, I thought you were talking about like. Which, Which one of us? Sense. It would yeah, definitely the, the, be you. <laughs> Everybody would pick stats. No, I thought you meant at the holiday party. Like she at, said, at our holiday party. I would have said, yeah. She said, Cooch, which is who I would have picked. So I knew she was going to take that. So I'm going, with, I'm going with Maroon. You just went mute. Oh, because he's typing. <laughs> um, Stash, go ahead. Um, I guess I got to go with BOGO. Of course, she stole mine. And uh, most likely to drink all the eggnog, I would go with Moose. <laughs> uh, oh, dude, you're going to win that one. I promise you, you're going to win that one. Okay. I, I, yeah, I bet it. Well, I don't know, Maroon. Most likely to have AAA batteries when you need them on oh. Christmas morning. Oh, I which player? Yeah. Which player is most likely to have AAA batteries when you need them? Stash, I'll let you go first. Stamkos. He's the captain. Stamkos. I'll go ahead, man. Multiple kids. Stephanie says Bogo. Okay. I say the baby Colton. Oh, Colton, huh? You think you there think you he go. has? Yeah, okay, I think that his pantry's gonna look like fucking Sorelli's, dude. He doesn't have batteries. <laughs> All he has is ketchup, mustard, and ranch dressing in his fridge. All right, Schooly goes first on the next one here, and it is who's the biggest Grinch on the team? Oh, Corey Perry. Hmm. Okay, Stephanie. I'm going Sergi. Oh. Wow. Stephanie and Stash, biggest Grinch on the team. 
damn it. Stephanie, Stephanie took Vassy. I was going to say Vassy. I'm going to say Killer. Yeah, that would have been good. I was going to say Vassy. That was going to be mine, but I let it go up first. But You're going, kill, I'm no going way Killer. Killer's a, no way Killer's a Grinch. I think you would be. All right. The next one is, is a good one, so we'll let Stash go first on this one. Most likely to star in a Christmas Hallmark movie. Oh, <laughs> which one which one i gotta give it to point because he's been here longer yeah. i gotta give it to point. yeah it was one of those two it's either point or hagel but point's been here longer so it's gotta be point go ahead stephanie stephanie says call <laughs> yeah he was up there for me too i'm gonna say nikki paul yeah, damn it. As soon as you said it, I realized I fucked up because I've been watching a lot of his Christmas movies and actually Nick Paul is basically the guy that casts in all his fucking movies, dude. <laughs> he really is. All right, this one is a two-player answer. We can't answer the same two players, if you know what I mean. Like, we both can't say Stamkos and Hedman. Uh, but you can mix and match. Like, if you say okay. Stamkos, I can still I say Stamkos Stamco. with someone else. So okay. we'll go to Schoolie first on this one, and then Stephanie, get ready. Two most likely two lightning players most likely to fight over who gets to play the new gaming system first. Schoolie. Oh. New gaming system first. God. Two players. They're fighting over that system. It's the Xbox. 3,000 or the PlayStation 4,000? I'm going to say... Oh, no. I don't want to do those two. I'm going to let Stephanie steal it if you don't answer. Well, I'll let Stephanie or one of you guys. I have a couple in my head, but... Gosh, do you know? Yeah. Tony, Tony and Sergey. He says Sorelli and Sergey. Shooter, who do you say? I'm going Point Hagel. Oh, sibling rivalry. It doesn't look like. Se <laughs> Stephanie says Sorelli Killorn. Hmm. And I'm going to say Boga Maroon. All right, last one. Who would make the best? Santa Claus on the team. Oh. Hetty. I'm going to say Bassy. I'm going Maroon. I see Stephanie's got Stamkos. I'm going Patty. And yeah. that's it. So now what we're going to do Patty, after the show... Patty. Is we're gonna put these polls up on Twitter. So if you don't follow at We the Thunder Pod, make sure you do so you can vote the next six days. We'll close it off Sunday night uh, so we can go over the results next Monday. And we will be live next Monday, uh, December 26th, talk about the last week of hockey. Anything else, gentlemen? What was your question from Joyce? Oh, yeah. Uh, it was a good question. I can't answer it because I don't remember uh, who it was. I could probably take a guess at who it was, but the question from Joyce was, who was the opponent for your first Bolts game and who won? I don't remember mine, like I said, but I would guess it was probably a Washington Capitals game, 
And I would guess that we lost because when I first started going to games, we were not a good team. We've gone to so many games. It's tough to remember who the first game was. I don't, I'd be surprised that Joyce knows. Obviously, she must. I don't think I've seen her. But yeah, if you've got an answer in the chat, let us know who's the first game that you went to uh, against and did the Lightning win it? I think they their first game. Chicago versus the Blackhawks. I think my. Ottawa. And that was 92. So I didn't even live here till 99 ish. So I didn't get to see all that fun stuff, all the crazy places. My, yeah, I've only been. ever been to the arena. I think my first game was against the Thrashers, actually. Yeah, Schooly killed the Thrashers. I don't, I don't remember the outcome, but I, I would have to, just, just knowing who I was hanging out with, who introduced me to like, like hockey. It, would, it would have to be a Flyers game. I can almost guarantee my first game was against the Flyers. And whoever won was was me. Whoever I fought that game, because that's back when I would fight people. But not in the arena. I never fought in the arena because I know better. I don't want to get banned. But I'm pretty sure I punched a couple of Flyers fans in the face a few times back in the day. Got a couple Panthers games here, Connor and Ryan. Connor's got the exact date. He was like, "That was a Tuesday." Yes, because well, that's when he was. That's when he was born. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just fine with you, Connor. I'm Young Connor, you don't have to take that from this you, old bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing with you, brother. Kim was also Atlanta. Oh, um, at, at the Omni, though. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. All right, well, I think that's going to do it for this edition of We the Thunder. Um, we will be back next Monday. We might have a couple shooter games next Monday. Uh, you know, the in-between kind of holiday edition. Although... Yeah. We want to wish everyone uh, happy holidays and Merry Christmas. Hanukkah's on right now. I was I was Merry corrected Kwanzaa. here. I've got too many lights lit here. It should be three. I'll fix that Where as soon as the show ends. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy New. We'll do New Year's next week. Yeah, um, <laughs> and if yeah. you want to send me presents, uh, email We the Thunder Podcast, and I'll send you my address. Nobody <laughs> has. No one has. Baked will me. you? Cookies. You'll give out your address. Will you? P.O. Box. <laughs> no, nobody is giving me Christmas cookies this year, which is weird because usually I'm sitting here stuffing my face full of cookies. I and I have not, I have not gotten grandma. any cookies this year. So any of my baker friends, where the hell are you guys at? Because I need some cookies. <laughs> oh, the mother-in-law came today with her annual delivery and Oh, Girl Scout, looks Girl like Scouts ain't got shit up my mother. Looks like shooters on his way to your house. Looks like I'm coming up for one of the games. <laughs> some Christmas, this week. we need some Christmas cookies. Listen, you know, if you don't remember, you know. last year we had a virtual watch party, and some of you guys were on there, and yep. we were losing that game. I think it was Vegas, right? Was it Vegas yes. or Colorado? Or LA. It was Vegas. No, it was Vegas. It was Vegas. 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 It was Vegas. We were in Vegas December, yep. and we were losing that game. Halfway through, looked horrible. Stash and I just start munching on the Christmas cookies. cookies. Total turnaround. <laughs> so um, actually, yes. uh, for one of these games this uh, this week, um, either tomorrow or Wednesday, I will set up a virtual watch party if anyone wants to yep. join. Um, I'm just going to be sitting here watching the game. So yep. probably uh, Wednesday. jump on. Yeah. So 
More to come on that. Check out at We the Thunder Pod for the most recent updates on Twitter, Shooter in the Stash on Facebook. Um, and uh, make sure you participate in that poll so we have some winners for the challenge next week. And until then, this has been We the Thunder. Don't forget to, to be, the, be thunder. the Thunder. Can I get a three, two, one? That's it. Three, two, one. That's, that's it. it. That's it. That's it. <laughs>